Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 318 of the Girls Gone Wild podcast. It's uh, been almost six years, Claire. I know. Really we're almost close. at our six year anniversary. I always feel like we're celebrating some anniversary. You know, like after so yeah. doing this for so long, we're like, it's our half birthday. It's our anniversary. It's our 200 episode. It's our 300 episode. But you know what? I think we deserve all the celebrations. We put in a lot I agree. of time. Every That's episode a lot of time. is a celebration. Yeah. Somebody, by the way, like a couple months ago asked, like, did you guys release maybe i already addressed this they're like did you did you guys release two episodes at a time on purpose last fall so that you would get to 300 episodes before claire had her baby i wish we were that organized but no really wish we were that organized yeah (laughs) yeah well happy almost six years to us which i'm sure we will continue to mention for like the next month yeah but that's a lot of time so listeners thanks for hanging in there with us if you're still out there is anybody listening hello is anyone out there (laughs) If you are, snap a picture of yourself right now and tag us and prove to us that there's still people out there. You guys. Oh my gosh. Okay. I had one quick follow-up from last week that was really bothering me that I was like, I really wanted to say this because I had like such conflict about the discussion we had last week for a variety of reasons, mainly because I'm always like, oh, diets are such a hard thing to talk about with people. How are they going to react? Are we going to seem like come across as hypocritical? Which I don't think we did. I think we did a great job because we're always looking at all sides. But the one thing I disagree with across all diets and all programs and all platforms is taking photos of yourself and weighing yourself. That's what I have a hard time with. I just want to like go on record saying that. That's the one thing that I wish I would have like brought up because that to me is like, I know it's data, but can we look at other data? Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I see what you're saying. And I think that it definitely I think it's okay for it to be a piece of the puzzle as long as you truly are treating it as just a piece of the puzzle. I would argue that very little people can do that. Like very, very few. few. Pe- very mm-hmm. few people. Yes. Only very small people. Small are able- people. Yeah. <laughs> little very people. few people can do that. I would agree with you. But I don't think that inherently it's I don't know, maybe because I am one of the few people who could do it. I'm like, but you even said last week, you're like, you were kind of like, I don't love it. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good to me. And it's like, I don't still kind of like brings up conflict. But I think that I can, for me, actually, I like the fact that I am challenged to treat it as a piece of data where it's like, instead of just, I think I'm at the point in my like mental journey, if you will, with all of this crap that I want to practice treating my weight as something that I do not have an emotional attachment to. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that by ignoring my body weight. However, okay. I, for the last several years, have ignored my body weight because I did, I could not look at it objectively. Right. So I feel like, but I'm in a place now where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm in a good place where I feel like I can challenge myself to truly treat my weight as an objective piece of information that I am not emotionally tied to. And the only way to learn how to do that is to do it. And then in those moments when I stand on the scale and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't lose weight today. And I'm like, stop, you didn't lose weight today. Yeah, I think, and it's how we treat it, but I think it's also too, like how the programs use it. So I think that's the only piece too that I was thinking of is, as long as programs aren't using that as this main focus and also really putting a lot of value on that and... No, um, and that's I just think, really what I worry about. I think that I think that's a very valid worry because I do think that most people assume that like, oh, you know, losing weight is the end all be all. And I will definitely credit my experience with working against gravity this time and my coach who I really love, who, you know, every single week 
she's like, hey, you know, wh- whatever the scale did this, the scale did that. But like, let's also look at your energy level. And let's also talk about, you know, your like breast milk supply. And let's also talk about how your hormones are crazy right now. And let's also talk about, you know, all these other things that are contributing to what we're seeing here, your measurements and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, like, truly, let's really, really make an effort every single week to look at the total picture and realize that like, you know, your weight is just your weight. And what we and it, it, but it is a piece of the puzzle. Like if I was eating a certain way, and dropped a ton of weight right off the bat or like randomly gained a bunch of weight like that would be a signal that like you're not you know your your weight it doesn't typically fly up or shoot down for no reason mm-hmm. and so you know that's a piece of information okay cool mm-hmm. what are we gonna how like what can we do with that so i think for in my experience this time it is very much treated as a piece of information and i have a feeling I, this is the one coach I've worked with, you know, at this time. And so I can't speak for everybody's experience. Um, but I have a feeling probably a lot of what she does is try to like talk people off the ledge when like the scale isn't. Moving. Well, I think that's, I think that's why it's kind of like giving someone this like amazing tool and then being like, okay, here's a jackhammer. You don't know how to use it, but just like go use it. And people are like, uh, I don't know how to use jackhammer. And, you could really hurt yourself with that. And, or so it's like a really big tool that people are kind of like giving folks without direction and being like, okay, here's some direction, but I just don't think that people are really, really, really understanding the long-term impact that it could have and damage that they could do. It's not like me giving someone a straw and being like, here's a straw, figure out how to use it. People are like- Bad example, Joy. Straws are killing the sea turtles. We don't use okay, straws sorry. anymore. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's use a- um, a, a, what's the a straws that are like spoon. thank you the very yes. bamboo spoon a spork um spork if you will and let's let's figure out how to use this like that you're not going to do a lot of damage if you like use a spork wrong right like it's not a like the impact right. of a spork using it wrong is like not a huge deal but i'd sure. say a jackhammer could really screw you so i just yeah, think I, when like people need to go into it yeah. with that knowledge and i don't think many it's just the minority that can do it and just be kind of like dipping in and out and be like yeah yeah that was fun you know sure yeah well i think that that's true about any diet or any yeah quote unquote diet any like any time that you really focus that strongly on your food choices it's really hard to do it objectively no matter what just because our entire lives have led us to believe that you know the choices that we make about our food um reflect on our value as a person. Yeah. And that's not real. Yeah. So and it's also, yeah, it's also really just so, so influenced. And so that kind of leads into an email that one of our listeners wrote us that I wanted to read from last week from Nikki. And she, it's kind of long, but I'll breeze through this. And she just said, I just want to reach out to you and let you know my feelings about something you discussed on your recent uh, podcast, number 317, Touchy Subjects. You talked about how media influences everything that we do and almost tells us how we're supposed to think and act. And I could not agree more. Joy said that sometimes she feels like she's losing her voice. And quite honestly, I feel like that a lot after listening to podcasts or looking at Instagram. I got rid of Facebook years ago after the election because it made me emotionally angry just to look at it. Honestly, Instagram is starting to do the same thing. And I'm just going to pause here for a second and agree. I feel like Instagram is starting to, I was just thinking about it today. I was like, 
I don't love it. It's not a great place for my mind to be. And I could still curate my feed and like put things on there that I think are more positive and it's still just not making me feel good. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's given me a lot to think about. Okay, back to her email. I look at Instagram and see podcast recommendations, website, etc. literally telling me what to read and listen to as well as influencing me. Half of the time after I go to these websites or read the books, I realize that I didn't even enjoy them and they were just likely just promoted by some influencer for some benefit. I may just be nostalgic, but it just seems to me like my Instagram feed, which is largely close family and friends, is being filled with advertisements and influencers instead of candid pictures of my friends' lives. People can say, just unfollow the big influencers or accounts that don't make you feel good, but they still pop up on the Explore page. They still have advertisements that come through my feed. Like, remember the days when Instagram didn't have advertisements or the suggestions page? And the other thing is that I read this great article recently that was about influencers versus health, uh, I'm sorry, thought leaders, and how important it is, because we talk about this all the time, just the distinction between thought leaders and influencers. And influencers have a lot of followers, but if they don't have the credentials, then you just really need to do your research. And then thought leaders are the people who are really experienced and have credentials. And are you getting advice? Are you getting like actual either medical advice or something that really is kind of crossing over into something you need to talk to an expert about. So I think that's, I feel like, I feel like Instagram is turning into like WebMD. <laughs> and it's like, no, be careful where you're getting, like our whole world is kind of being shaped by this. Okay, back to the email. I definitely feel like I have lost my voice as well as myself after I started using social media, especially in the past few years. I honestly think there's going to be more of a movement away from social media in the next few years as well as technology. And I've even started trying to do this myself, which by the way, what would, I'm asking you personally, Claire, what would happen to you if you thought, if you think you just completely disconnected from social media for like a week, like a good week? Like none at all. Turned it off. I would just text a lot more. Okay. Probably. What is it? What is know. the purpose I, I like, it serves for you like internally? What does it do for you? I don't feel like it. It just is a boredom thing. And I, I feel like for me, like right now, especially when I'm like nursing a ton and like have a lot of time where I'm by myself at home with an infant, it helps me kind of feel like connected to the outside world. And so I probably would just find other ways to feel connected to the outside world. Like I'd probably, you know, watch more shows. I'd probably text people more. I don't think I'm in a particular phase of my life where it would necessarily encourage more like in-person contact because I think the limiting factor of my in-person contact right now is more logistical. Sure. Yeah. But I I don't think that I don't think social media needs to be replaced with in-person contact. But I wonder what we did with all of our time before social media. I wonder about Yeah, that a I lot. feel like right now I just have like a ton of free time anyway. I don't really know. Maybe my house might be a little bit cleaner. Sure. But then you didn't I see that cute nails. dog video. I mean, right. would I you do rather really your- love dog videos. Right. Like, do I want to organize underneath my bathroom sink or do I want to see a picture of like a fat golden retriever with his bum going? Oh, little nugget. Yeah. Just like the ladder. I would prefer the ladder. The underneath of my bathroom counter is does pales in comparison to fluffy dog butt yeah pets that are sleepy pets that are wearing clothes <laughs> tiny pets that are hungry <laughs> yeah all the pets okay um okay yeah i don't know i i feel like pretty disc well i also feel like i've gotten a lot of positive 
interactions out of social media lately around just like the motherhood transition. I feel like it's a space Mm -hmm. that's very approachable for new moms because you are so physically isolated typically when you have a newborn that it can really be helpful to connect with people in that way. I'd love to hear from moms too that like pre-social media, how they found connection and how they soothed themselves and, and felt less alone when this wasn't around because this really serves a lot of people who are going through either hard times in their lives or, or can't really leave the house that much. And I really feel like it's a great tool for that. Okay, so she says, I just remember easier days when there was no pressure, no comparison to other people. And I would argue that we've always had pressure in comparison to other people. It just wasn't so 24-7 in our face. Um, okay, back back again. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm interjecting so much thoughts of my own thoughts here. When Instagram wasn't set up to sell things or start a business, when there wasn't so many self-help books telling us about ways we need to fix ourselves, when people didn't care about abs or percent body fat or the number on the scale. Yeah, I feel like Instagram completely blew that out of the water. It just seems like we're inundated with choice and option overload. And when one way doesn't work, we switch to the next best one we see in Instagram, whether that be a diet, a workout routine, a book, etc. Feel free to share this, but I just wanted you both to know that you're not alone. Growing up in the generation that only had the internet starting around age 16, I feel like it just it's just such a hard balance. I get that technology has brought so many great advances, but I also long for the simplicity that was life before the internet and smartphones. Just my two cents. Feel free to share. You ladies are great. I love listening to you both. So please don't ever stop podcasting. I love when people say, please don't ever stop podcasting because it's just like, okay, we won't. (laughs) I just need permission. (laughs) I love you. Never change. Have a great summer. (laughs) Have a great summer. Yours is the one that I don't feel like I'm being influenced or steered in one way or the other. It's just like you're, it's just like chatting with my friends. So thank you. Thank you, Nikki. That was a great email. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fun fact, just going to, oh, I just hit my mic, sorry. Just going to wrap this all up in a little bow. Nikki was my first macro coach with WAG when I did it like three years Nikki? ago. Nikki, hey, years Nikki, ago. that's amazing. Hey, Nikki, hey, Nikki. That's yeah. awesome. Um, Yes, so that really did, I feel like that came even further full circle than you anticipated. <laughs> yeah, that's even, that. I didn't even know that. That's really, really cool. Yeah, um, she's great. Yeah, so great Great thoughts. Uh, we always love to hear your thoughts after the fact, good or bad. Just be gentle when you're sending bad feedback. No, <laughs> just be nice. I love the people who they so open their emails with, like, "Don't worry, this email is nice." I'm like, "Thank you." I may. Well, I, I think my, for the I'm longest time we were. Now. Yeah, I <laughs> just the anxiety when you see an email. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like race to read it because I'm like, "Oh God, where's the critique?" It's yeah. just natural human behavior, right. but that that does happen. Okay, so real quick, Dave Castro got a dog. Congratulations, Dave. Did you see that picture? He's the cutest. I did. It was I, really cute. I have to say one of our listeners in our private Facebook group, which we still run, by the way, from like a health challenge we did ages ago, was like, is he still working for CrossFit? He just looks so happy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> he has a dog. He's smiling. Like, is he still with CrossFit HQ? Because he looks really happy. <laughs> Yeah, what Let's, is even going on over at CrossFit HQ? We just what, what is even going on? I had a really good conversation slash I heard this from an interview recently where people, I know we've touched on this before, but I want us to think about this in a different way. But um, when you think of, of your, like, your own personal superpower, 
someone was doing an interview and they're like, I think my superpower truly is like being able to read, like read a room. Like I can walk in and instantly know like who I would feel comfortable talking to, or I would feel um, like I know someone who could potentially help my business or whatever the thing is. Like they're really comfortable walking in and kind of being able to read people really quickly. And it got me thinking like, I know we think about superpowers in terms of like, oh, if you could do something that was maybe fictional or something you think you're um, good at that has like a practical purpose, which I guess that could be practical. But like, do you, does something come to mind for you? And I know I kind of putting you on the spot so I can explain what mine is, I think, and like what came up for me with my superpower. Like a practical superpower. You go first. Yeah. So mine that came to mind was when I'm dealing with problems or I don't know, let's say it could be either at work, like management problems. If someone comes to me and is like, I need this handled, which I handle probably a hundred problems a day. And I love it because I'm always like delegating and putting things together. But I think my superpower is that the second something comes to me, and I'm not talking like a small ask, but like bigger things, I immediately picture a puzzle. <laughs> And I see like pieces flying together. And I feel like I'm really good at like shifting things to make them happen really fast and really efficiently. That's a good one. I think it's a good good one. You know, it's a good um, trait to have in a manager. Yeah. I think I am really good at making people feel... Sorry, Brandon's bringing me snacks. Hi, thanks for the snacks. Love you. I love my like mid podcast snack deliveries. You, you always get, get snack deliveries. I really do always get snack deliveries when I'm recording during dinner time. It's the best. I don't think that he knows, and I like hesitate to mention to him. I can't eat while we're recording because <laughs> like the mic. But they're my right face. there, right? But it's like you. I wish you like I. Anyway, this cheese is very smelly. Like you right. could just imagine smelly cheese. Okay. Anyway, Perfect. I think that my superpower is. I think I feel like I can make people feel very comfortable when they talk to me. Like yeah. I think that that's something that I'm really good at is like when I meet new people or you know yeah, just you're in not general, standoffish. Like, you're definitely not a standoffish person. You're not even no for someone I, like as for as much as we joke about like oh I'm not a hugger. It's like that you are definitely not. That does not mean you're not social or that you don't talk to people. Like you will be the first person no, to like, yeah. just chit chat and start talking and asking questions. Yeah, I feel like, and I feel like I'm good at telling when people are uncomfortable and like sort of gently trying to help them come out of their shell and make them feel included in the conversation and like you know being interested in them. And yeah, I would say that's my superpower. Yeah, I'm also pretty good at adding small numbers in my head. Oh. So that's a fun fact about me. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a really good superpower, especially when you're at a restaurant. It is. Like, I'm very good at just like, uh, 78. And they're like, what? Yeah. Because I have, remember, have we talked about like the synesthesia thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's because of my synesthesia, I can just follow along on the number line. I'm like, okay, 18 yeah. and then like w- walk it up, come around the bend at 27. You're just sliding into 30, go up over the hill in the 40s. Yeah. That's great. That's really cool. It's like a roller coaster ride. I, I that's one I'm jealous of because I wish I could do that. I hesitate to say the one that I think I'm really, really good at too is I, because people, it freaks people out, but I can read people really fast and really quick, which probably is just honed in from my job as a therapist, but I can read people pretty darn fast. I would be curious to know, like listeners, to write in what you think your superpower is and not what you wish it would be, but like what you really think you're good at as a human and let us know. Okay, moving on. So 
Give us an update. What's going on in your life before we get into questions? Quick, quick little life I felt update. Like, so, life update. Um, so let's see. What's new in my life? We got some new dirt. I got a new tattoo. The dirt Great. is like the first thing I think of. Because <laughs> we're gardening. I love it. And we're like a little bit behind schedule because it was a pretty cold May and yes. it like snowed well into May. And I'm growing dahlias, which the dahlia tubers, which is just what you call the bulbs, the dahlia bulb tubers are really, really cold sensitive. And so I got them, I had, they were off to a late start. So we had to buy some more dirt. So we had like a dirt delivery and I got a new tattoo, which I'm pretty excited about. If you guys have been looking on our Instagram, you can go see it. Um, I'm it's, I just did the first session yesterday, whenever you guys hear this on Monday. And, um, I literally have been on this girl's schedule for a year. Like that's how long she books out. I emailed her about this last July. You have got to be kidding me. No, I made, so like I emailed her about this last July. It took me until September to even like get in touch with her. And then in September we scheduled it for like the beginning of June. That's how far out she books. Oh my God. So, you know, uh, I'm really sure I want the tattoo by now, which is great. Right. And you should. And since like she's local, it's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, well, I hope I'm free June third. <laughs> like I'm committing on like September twenty fifth to be free Sounds on June third. Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, and so um, so I'll go back again in like two weeks and get it colored in. So it'll ma- if you guys have ever seen or noticed like the little kind of wildflower tattoo I had on my arm, I'm basically just like it's on that same arm. I just am expanding that to be my full lower arm. And so I'll get it all colored in like in that same style for now. It's kind of it. Uh, Oh, I tried a NYX bra. That's a fun fact about me. A lot of people. Okay. This is again, something in our private Facebook group and people were real uh, opinionated about. Yeah. Third love or NYX. Bras. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. KNIX. I will. I really liked it. I like it. Do I have it on right now? No, it's very comfortable. I typically only wear sports bras, as you guys all know by now. And so I really am like, well, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I thought, you know, I'll try this out because it was really getting rave reviews. That was like me with mascara, (laughs) where I was like really wanting something different. And I went back to the original. Right. Cover girl, lash blast. I got the, um, like, it's called the padded... I wish I could remember off the top of my head. It's called Elevate Bra, maybe. L of something bra. Something with an E. It's not that padded. Don't be confused by the phrase padded. It's more so padded like a swimsuit is padded. Or like a sports bra is padded. It's like that amount of padding. And it's reversible. So it's black on one side and nude. I mean, I say nude, like beige on the other side. So great. Two in one. Genius. Yeah. Uh, And the straps are like removable. So you can change the straps out. And so I thought that since the straps are removable, it maybe could like, I could like jerry rig it to be a nursing bra because you can unhook the strap, but it didn't work. So when I, because then like you lose the strap, that's anyway. And so it's not nursing friendly. So if you're nursing, this is probably not the bra for you unless you're in a place where you can like fully just pull up your bra all the way. Right. Which is what I do. Because I'm at totally. home, typically. Mm-hmm. So no harm, no foul. But I do like it. It's very, very comfortable. I feel like it, like, accentuates. It, like, gives you some definition. I get, You guys, I'm doing, like, the universal boob squeeze motion. Yeah. Tune in, Tokyo. Um, yeah. Doot, doot. Hong Kong, if you will. Uh, <laughs> do you know the Tune in, Tokyo and, reference? You probably don't. Uh-uh. No, it's I don't. I just was going to just... Weird science. Over that. Anyway. Yep. Anyway, so that that's my life. I also got an... Oh, eyelash update, actually, guys. So... 
for all of you people who've been like the eyelash extension saga of the summer of 2019 goes on. <laughs> so I, I have been looking Slash into the this mascara still. saga. Yeah. Yes, guys. The eyelash. This is like the summer of eyelashes. We didn't even know. Which also, okay, this can I take a tangent because I'm afraid I will forget about this, but I will not forget about the eyelashes. Yeah. Have you speaking of things that sound like the word eyelash? Have you have you heard of this person Billie Eilish by now? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel super old because I do not like her songs. Yeah. I don't love them either. I'm like, enunciate, Billy. I can't understand what the F you were saying. And I feel yeah. like the tone, there's something about the tone of her song, like the literal melodic tone, that is the same tone that my car makes when I drive. And so when I hear it on the radio when I'm driving, I literally cannot hear anything. I'm sitting there, I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. I need like an ear horn. Eh? <laughs> Eh? What? I can't understand what she's saying. I don't know what she's saying. And, but I mean, think of that because her last name sounds like eyelash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Billy Eilish. Okay. Yeah. Let's come back over to eyelashes. Okay. Away from our like old geezer Billy yeah, Eilish problem. I, I, I feel you though. I yeah. look at her and I'm just like, yeah, I'm officially there. Cool. Cool guys. Yep. Uh, do, like, doesn't she have like a final she needs to be taking or something? Yeah. Like, how old is that girl? Anyway. Okay. So. Eyelashes. I had my eyelashes. I did a lift and tint, which they basically is like an eyelash perm where they curl your eyelashes for you and then they tint them. So So hard not to say like lift and tuck. It's a bend and snap, actually. (laughs) It's the eyelash bend and snap. I love that Reese Witherspoon still embraces that, by the way. Oh my gosh, she has to. That movie has Are they doing Legally Blonde 3 or something? I don't even know. I will hope so. I just watched that movie like- Less than a week ago, though, with with Evie. And it really has aged so well. So well. And so well. Oh, my God. The bend and snap works every time. Every time. Okay. Anyway, gosh, this has just really been hard to get out. I got a, a, a bend and snap on my eyelashes. They, t- they like, literally perm them into, like, a curl. And then they tint them. And I feel underwhelmed. Nothing makes me more excited, though, than watching you do hand motions about your eyelashes. I wish we could make this. Rolling with the homies. And then it's like, wax on, wax off. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. Rolling with the homies. And then I also did a little bit of like, I don't even know what this is. Like, it's Barbie hands. Spirit fingers. Barbie hands. Yes. Barbie hands. Like when your hands are all together and you're just like, okay. Robot. Or like Teletubby hands. There you go. Perfect. Okay. So. Guys. Underwhelmed. I'm underwhelmed. And I was like, okay, this is the perfect solution to my eyelash extension conundrum because I don't, I feel like I don't have the lifestyle right now where I could commit to the eyelash extension upkeep because it's a lot. It's like every two or three weeks you have to go back in for like an hour. 100% agree with this. I don't have that kind of time, guys. I don't, I just don't want to do it. Uh Uh-uh. And, but I, so I was like, okay, this is going to be it. And I used to get my eyelashes tinted in college. I loved it. I felt like it made a big difference. I've had it done a couple of times in the past couple of years. And every time I'm like, oh, okay. And I don't know, maybe in college I had better eyelashes. I don't feel like they've changed that much. Maybe in college, the place I went just used like industrial grade dye that was like, is no longer allowed on the market or something. Cause I mean, to be fair, my eyesight did get worse in college. <laughs> so maybe that's why. But I don't know. I feel kind of like, yeah, I mean. I had it done a couple times too and I was super underwhelmed by it. Like it just wasn't, I, you know, my eyelashes, I want to see them like popping out. But I've heard a couple people use the eye. There's like serum that you can put on your eyelashes, like on your lash line. The lady tried to sell me that. 
when I really? was there, should I have bought it? I don't know. She was like, you know, you have great eyelashes, but like when you do this to them, it can damage them a little bit. So you might want to have this serum. And I was like, lady. Oh, the upsell. Yeah, the upsell. But maybe... I- Guys, okay, so Crystal, know. our favorite Crystal in our private group. God, you are really pimping this private group right now. I know. Especially since <laughs> nobody, like, you can't join it anymore. It's you can't sad. join it anymore. You're just grandfathered in. She sent me a couple links on Amazon that were very highly rated eyelash growth serums. So if people have recommendations on that, just send it along. It's the eyelash summer of 2019. It is. Make not it a hashtag. Speaking of it's the eyelash right. summer, which it is not. It is not Billie Eilish, but good for her, man. She's rolling with the homies. She probably wouldn't even get that reference. (laughs) Which makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. She doesn't even appreciate Clueless. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Anytime you say something while you're like dabbing under your eyes, like you just said, it makes me think of Gretchen Wieners. Oh, yeah. Well, I had this eye cream that I put on. I'm such a good friend. I have this eye cream that I put on too much a little bit today. So it's getting into my eyes. And so it's making my eyes burn. So I'm keep trying to rub it off. (laughs) Man, we are just all over the place right now. Okay, let's let's just swoop in with some questions from listeners. If you could make one pop culture figure disappear from the face of the planet, who would it be? I feel like everyone knows the answer for both of this, for us, for both of us. Want to say it? One, two, three. One, two, three. R. Kelly. Tracy Anderson. (laughs) R. Kelly. Wow. Way to go big, Joy. Now I feel like a douche. Oh, my God. Well, it's just been so in the news lately. Like, he oh. just needs to get. He yeah. needs to get. get. Wow, that's get. an old reference. Way to bring that out, Jay. You know, get. this episode is full of it. This episode is a mess. He needs to get out. Oh, my get gosh. Out. If you guys yeah. remember that reference, please send us an email right now and tell us where it's from. I applaud you. I will be very excited for you. I will be so um, proud. You yeah. get a t-shirt. No, I don't. We don't have t-shirts, but... <laughs> I probably have an old girl's got my tank top somewhere. I'll send you one of my old ones that <laughs> yeah. I don't wear. You can have it. I'm sure there's like a box in my garage somewhere with like a girl, like a, oh my God, Karen, you can't just tell people you don't even lift or you can't just ask people if they even lift tank top. It's been like sitting in mothballs for four oh, years, for six that years. That was a great tank. We should, that was that, great, we should bring that back. We should bring that back for six year anniversary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Done. Call okay. for athletics. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's next? <laughs> What is on your summer list? What, what my, do you want? My, my list of what? Oh, what do like, you want to <laughs> do? I'm, and here's the thing: I heard someone. I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain, and I don't want to get too sensitive on this term. But I heard recently from a my favorite terrible thanks for asking podcast that she hates the term bucket list because when her fiance was or I keep saying fiance it was her husband they got married when her husband was dying dying he's like fuck bucket list I just want to live like I just want to live like (laughs) so she's like I hate the term bucket list like just live your life anyway but I get I get the premise I don't want to get too sensitive sensitive about it but what's on your list of summer to do things you want to get done this summer slash you would like to do right uh my summer wish list you may say Let's say wish list. I like um, that. Good question. Uh-huh. Good question. Good question. Good question. I mean, the CrossFit Games are coming up. I'm so yeah. excited about that. That is going to be fun. I'm excited do about we, the Do we games. have any like dream board things that we want to have happen this year? For Girls Gone Wild? Yeah. At the games. Oh, at the games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just gave me a look like a panic. You're like, like in life? <laughs> I feel like this is just a big question to spring on me. You're like, what's your, what's on your summer list? And immediately my mind went to like my shopping list. And I was like, 
Um, we're almost out of bacon. <laughs> like someone day- come over with some milk. <laughs> my, is, my life is very day to day right now. Still, guys, understandable. Um, yeah. Who do we want to meet? The Cross- I'm just so interested to see how the CrossFit Games even go. I would like yeah. for someone to get us into the Madison Club so that we don't have to like stand. Uh, in- yes. Like so. So and everyone's yes. like, don't you guys know Greg Glassman? Like, just call him. Like, yeah, yes, that, but yes, yes, but that just feels so douchey. Like, that's just not well, something we feel comfortable doing. I mean, like, we could, but we might as well. It just, yeah, we might I as well like, at this point. Yeah, uh, and I also just kind of feel like he turns out doesn't really come to the games all that much while he's there. Yeah, that's not what he's doing. But he'll be here this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Oh, we're going to Arkansas for a week over Fourth of July with my fam. So on my list is to survive a whole week at a lake with my family mm-hmm. it should be Great. fun i love my family yeah i don't have anything guys my life okay has been well, like real let's put this on your wish random. list is our slushy date on sunday <gasps> guys joy and jess both bailed on me on sunday and i have been looking I forward to bail. wine slushies. i had the worst flu of my life on saturday i haven't been that sick in like 12 years i could I've- ask scott i was in bed all weekend and scott was laughing at me because he i i couldn't eat i i was it was horrible. I couldn't even stand up for more than five minutes without like needing to go to the restroom and hurl. I barely and forgive you because I was so distraught about missing I know, out on my wine slushies. slushies. <laughs> Quick story though is okay. I don't ever, like, A, I haven't been sick in forever like that. Like I've been sick, but it's been able to be like pushed through sickness, which I can push through most sickness, but this was like, couldn't even get out of bed without standing up and being like, oh, I'm going to pass out. And Scott hadn't seen me like that ever, I don't think, in our whole marriage. And so he would start telling me, like, oh, do you want this? Do you want... He kept offering me food. And the sound... I was like, I was like, stop saying anything related to food. I am going to barf all over you. And then finally, like, at four in the afternoon, I was like... I was texting him because I think he was on the other side of the house. And I was like, can you go get me some ice cream? And he comes over. He's like, you want ice cream? Like, that's just such a random thing for you to want. And I was like, yeah, it's the only thing that sounds good. He's like, what kind? And I was like, cookies and cream. (laughs) He was like, what? (laughs) Just, just, You're very specific in your needs right now. Like, I'm so confused. Anyway, so So yes, slushies will be our rescheduled for Sunday. That's, uh, I haven't had a wine slushie, so that is on my list of summer ever wishes. Ever in your life? Ever, ever, ever. Okay. I have a little bit of a hesitancy about a, a slushie, a wine slushie. It just feels like it'd be like Kool-Aid, or does it no, taste like wine? so good. It tastes like wine. Okay. It's like... Do you get the red wine or the white wine? I think it's rosé. Oh, okay. I could do that. I yeah. could see that. Red wine doesn't feel like uh-uh. slushy to me. No. Okay. You want, a re- you want either the white or the rosé. Um, Because, yeah, chilled red wine is weird. Doesn't feel like it goes together. It's so good, Joy. You're going to be so excited. I have only had it a couple of times, but every time I've been very impressed. Very pleased. Yes. Great. Summer wish list for me. I'm going to hike the incline on Saturday. You still can join us if you're listening to this in real time. Uh, Saturday, June 8th. I just want to have a really good time at the CrossFit Games. I'm so excited. I want to meet as many listeners as possible. I want to make new connections. I am going to Hawaii the end of June. I'd love it if people, if anyone's in Kona, I'd love to do a CrossFit workout with you or send recommendations in Kona because Scott and I have been going there for about 11 years and we always look for new things to do. So if you live in Hawaii or know the Kona area, we stay on the Kona side, would love recommendations for things to do. Okay, next question. What's your favorite thing about spring in Colorado? 
Flowers. Lilacs. Sorry, I just took a big bite of cheese. <laughs> Looks lilacs. very good. See, this lilacs. is why I can't eat while we record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like lilacs, and I really, I just love the greenness of it. Yeah. Because, because after winter, mm-hmm. it's not green. We get no. like maybe maximum six weeks of green grass a year. Yeah. And then it just goes back to brown. There's no water here, guys. We don't doesn't doesn't precipitate. Yeah. Remember we talked about how dry it was in Colorado last last week. I just like the flowers. I like when flowers start blooming. It makes me happy. Because winter just gets real depressing. <laughs> Not liking your spouse's friends. <laughs> this is a great question. If you don't like your spouse's friends, what do you do? Mm. Oh, no. That's some good. Well, I guess, okay, what comes to mind for me is how often do you have to interact with them? Do you feel like your partner really get something out of these friendships or are they just kind of holding them back? Do they treat you poorly? I mean, these are all, I mean, if these are all a yes, like they're negative people in your lives, then I'd probably have a conversation and be like, uh, tell me what you get out of this relationship. I don't know. I feel like if your husband wants to hang out with them, just let him hang out with them by himself. Yeah. If it's no harm to you, like just go. Right. Let it, Unless let they're go. like bad mouthing you when you're not with them. Exactly. Then just like remove yourself from the situation and go hang out with your friends or use the time to like. Well, that. Yeah. Then you have to have a conversation with your, your partner bathroom. and be like, this is not cool. Like if you're what's the deal with your friends not liking me? Like if they don't like you, that's a that's a hard one. When are you guys going to do the ultimate Hawaii trail run? I don't know if I'll ever do it. But I would love to go to it because it always looks so much fun. It's in September, it looks, right? It's like the end of September usually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I really want to go. And every year we're like, next year is going to be the year. We're next year is going to be the year. I don't know when we're going to make it happen. One year. Thoughts on new fitness trends like Peloton bike, tread, mill, <laughs> mirror. Have you seen this? Have you seen the mirror? Uh, no. Is that a band? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, it's everywhere right now. It's basically a mirror that you look into and the workouts are in the mirror and you're doing what they're doing in the mirror. So it's fitness snow white is what you're saying. 100% yes. Yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Tell me to do some burpees. Just look it up right now. Like take, we can take a pause. Just type in. I mean, I get the concept. We tried the $1,500 smart fitness mirror. $1,500. Here's my here's my take on fitness trends in general. Blanket statement. Here we go. Okay. If you have fun doing it and it's something you can stick with and it's something you enjoy, then great. If it's not something that you think is fun, find someone else. Yeah. I'm all for trying all sorts of new things, mixing it up. You know, I think Peloton is really cool for for, for people. It's like fun to like challenge your friends. It's like kind of like a gamified kind of vibe. Don't anything about the mirror. Feels a little creepy, but whatever. It feels real creepy. I'm not a huge fan. I've me personally, I don't like working out where I'm watching something and doing it in one spot. Like a home gym is different. I think if I could be walking around or I mean granted, okay, I say the exception with a treadmill. That is moving. That's something that's kind of like taking me through cycles. But I'm saying when I'm on my own two feet and I have to like just stand there, like I used to do Taibo and I used to watch the Taibo tapes. I I mean, that's okay, but I just don't love, that's not something that I'm going to be motivated to do. And so mirror is that. And I'm like, "Mm, that's just, and I get the concept too, that they're trying to make it super 
low profile, so it doesn't take up a lot of space in your house, and it looks like a mirror. So it's probably just like, like, oh, I just have a mirror. Right. So that's kind of where I was going to go with that is like, or just watch like a fitness video on your TV because you already have a TV. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a computer or any whatever screen you already own because every single person listening to this owns a screen. Whatever. Again, like if it's if it's if you like it and you stick with it and it's fun for you, awesome. The Peloton bike looks and treadmill. I haven't tried the treadmill. I haven't tried either, but I've seen the bike. They look like something I would get on board with. That's something that I can see myself doing. But I do like going to classes. The act of getting out of the house and being around people, I think, is really motivating. So I always try to find a balance of that. Is anyone else lost on how many people have qualified for the ga- for the games? So confused. Yeah, it's so, and I'm like so over even trying. That's why I do miss regionals. I didn't know that I would, yeah. and I really do. Yeah, I've I, to be honest, Claire, I've stopped watching. Like I don't oh. really pay attention to who's going because I'm so confused. Yeah. The Hunter McIntyre thing just completely blew up and became a deal, and all of a sudden everyone's freaking out. Oh, it, and I I pitched this to Scott because Scott's not in the CrossFit world. So I wanted someone who just kind of had an opinion about this, just just the facts. And he's like, I would if I was a games athlete, I would be so pissed if someone just right. got a quote unquote blowhard card because he's very fit and he's been challenging the CrossFit games and kind of taunting them and being like, I can do this too. Look, I'm sure Joe Cena could call up the CrossFit games and be like, I'd John like to be Cena. in John, John sorry. Cena. John. Joe Rogan, John Cena. Thank you. And... <laughs> mix the two could call up or like any professional athlete for that matter could call up the games and be like I'd like to go to the games I'd like to test my fitness it's like okay but this isn't the ninja warrior show or whatever it is <laughs> like the American ninja warrior this is the CrossFit games and so I feel like that piece would be really offensive to the athletes who put blood sweat and tears into doing things the proper way the proper method all the people who've been banned from the CrossFit games for not following the rules and all of a sudden hunter mcintyre swoops in is like ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah i don't know but a lot of people support him and to be fair i know nothing about the guy so i'm probably yeah. sounding like a big jerk but i mean to it's me not, i'm it's like not, but I'm it's ca- not personal to him it's not like oh he shouldn't get no. it I feel it's, it's like it's just it feels the way kind they're of like doing a slap it. in the face to the people who yeah. have trained really hard and like this is their life Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, this guy who's been bad-mouthing CrossFit for five years, let's bring him in. Whatever. Whatever. I feel like CrossFit is at this point, I'm going to get like black bagged into the van for this, for saying this. I think I, we're past that. But uh, then we still get invited, but I it's know. fine. I feel like they're at the point where they're like, let's just see how much shit we can do and still get away with it. It's like, <laughs> did, you, are you, did you ever watch 30 Rock? I forget. Not to where I've memorized it, but okay. yes. So if you are out there and you have seen 30 Rock, there is an episode where Liz realizes that Jack is trying to tank the network and by basically just pitching like all these stupid shows and like, you know, there it's like one of them is like panic kid pilot or something where it's like they get a, you know, anyway, basically he's just trying to make. I think I remember that episode mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> and then she realizes like he's trying to tank the network and I feel like that, like, basically, like, how far can he go before everything just, like, dies? Yeah. And and, yeah. He, and I feel like CrossFit is doing that right now. Like, they're yeah. trying to tank the network. They're trying to, like, they got rid of their social media. They just are, like, completely blowing up the games. Like, Dave Castro's dog has an Instagram now. You know, just crap like that where I'm, like... That was a joke, by the way. Dave Castro's dog having an Instagram has nothing to do with this. But it just feels like they are just, like, F it. Yeah. Like, let's just see how far we can get before people call us on our on our crap and like no one's do it. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, there's a vision, visionary. Well, that's not true. Some people are like, what the F are you doing? 
it just feels like they do not care at all. Yeah. Do you think, and I may cut this out because I feel like this is, I don't want to <laughs> have the CrossFit fan come get us, but do you feel like it's a, it's a culture, it sometimes feels like a culture where people are just afraid to be like, hey, this might not be the best idea. Oh my gosh, no, that's 100%. Greg Gossman is completely, I think, surrounded by yes men who were like, great job, Greg, great job, good idea, yeah, great job. Yeah. And to where you're just like, it's, it's important for people yeah. to be like, this might not be the best route. What the F are you doing? And or he just doesn't care, which I think is probably True. more so. I think there True. are probably people around him going, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't give a F. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And, you know, and or and or he's like, I feel like I've said and or a lot in this conversation. But I also feel like he just has other things to focus on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. It just really feels like nobody's steering the ship right now. And they're just like, yeah, F it. Give it a shot. See what's the and worst that could happen. And it's one thing to be like, okay, the game's changed location. People are going to adjust to the change. But then I feel like all these changes are really starting to make people like, mm, this just doesn't feel great anymore. It doesn't feel like the CrossFit games should feel. And I can't really put that into words other than just, you know how it feels. You know what, you know that watching the games you recognize the faces, you recognize the method, you recognize the path. And right now it just kind of feels like, well, I don't really know what the shit is going on. Like, I just don't understand. I don't know what to expect when we get there. I anticipate not knowing anything about any of the events, not knowing any names who <laughs> the games. It's It'll be really weird, but I still just go for vendor village and talking to people. So I'm going to Gray's. All right. Do you want to do one more question? Yeah. How cute is this? If you could have any exotic animal for a pet, what would it be? Mine would be a jellyfish. I love that she like tells us what hers is. Oh my gosh, please start doing that, everyone. When you ask a question, please tell us your answer. Tell us your answer. A jellyfish. Huh. That's an that's an interesting choice. I mean they are beautiful. Yeah. I just feel like it's exotic animal. Literally the least cuddly thing you could pick. Right. I would do a koala bear. Because of the cuddling. Although I hear their nails are very sharp. I feel like they're very sharp, this. but they're so cute. I, I told you I held one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're so cute. They do. They just hold on to you. It's the cutest thing. It's so Hello. cute. Yeah. Um. Let's see. If I could have any exotic animal as a pet, probably an elephant. But oh I feel my gosh. like when I feed an elephant would be a lot. Well, just let's say that you don't have to worry about feeding it. You just have it. It's okay. all taken care of. Got when it. I ran the half marathon, the elephants were out and they're so oh, cute, you I guys. They're yeah, so think- cute. And they were just like swinging their trunks around and their ears and like flipping the, the hay. And I was just like, oh my God, you guys are so cute. They're the best yeah. animals. Either, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was a sloth, but their arms are so weird. <laughs> and like... I wish you guys could see what I'm doing. You know what I, I wish you could. They're like, it's like they're doing the robot all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, okay. Can I do one more? Okay. Because this is a good yes. one. It, and it's short. If you had to pick someone you've already interviewed to interview again, it would be... Well, you're going to say Bob Harper. Yeah, this is true. Um, I would really love to talk to Christmas Abbott again. Gosh, she's so good. Like, yeah. She's had so much going on in her life since... I mean, we interviewed she really her has. like we five just, years ago. Yeah. That was forever ago she has had a lot like she was still doing nascar when we talked to her yes yes that was like a lifetime ago for her mm-hmm. i'd really like to talk to her and i feel like we have talked we've like you know seen her since then i'm like let's get you back on the show and then we just can't like connect yeah we need to make that happen let me think 
Probably Christmas, yeah. And like she will always be my first true CrossFit girl crush. Yeah. She really will. With good reason. Yeah. She's great. She's great. She's amazing. So cross or CrossFit Christmas, Christmas. and Bob. And Bob. Maybe come the on same back. Time. Welcome back. Just um, come back on the show. By the way, another public service announcement, listeners. If you have a connection to someone that would want to be on our podcast who's famous in the CrossFit world, or just famous in general, or just someone super, super interesting, but mostly famous because we like to talk to (laughs) Bob Harper's of the world, send us a note and let us know if we could make that connection because that would be really fun. We always, I love suggestions, but we're always like, that'd be great. But do you know, do you know this person? Well, that's all I have. That's it for today, friends. That's it for today. We hope you're having a wonderful Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this. Yes, whatever day it is. And you can support us by subscribing and leaving us a review on your podcast app and send us an email, girlsgonewad at gmail.com. And follow us on social, joy at joyandclaire underscore on Instagram. I read recently, okay, can we talk very quickly about Barry and how much yeah. she's the best? Yeah, I love Barry. So, love podcast um, and color. Podcasting color. She's amazing. She is like this, literally the smartest podcast person you'll ever meet. And she recently had a post that was like, you need to start bringing up your social media stuff more towards the beginning before everybody turns it off. Cause like by now, if yep. you're still listening, you're in the minority. Everyone's already turned us off. Right. So, oh, well, we forgot this time, but you can still follow us. Joy and Claire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joy and Claire underscore. Or um, we're still girls going on, on Facebook. So go check us out. Hang out with us, comment, post, answer our polls. Here's the next Engage poll. Engage in do. social media. Yeah. The next, you guys. Like, I asked people if they can get a button up or a button down. The shirt uh-huh. came to find. Apparently, there is an answer to this question. A button down is when it has a, a collar that has buttons on it. Let's confirm okay. that with Scott. I feel like he would know. He would definitely know. Okay. He'll, and he will have a strong opinion about it. If it's a button, if we call it a button. I'm surprised button, button he didn't down. send you a direct message. <laughs> he probably didn't. God. I just, like, ignored it. Okay. That's it. I'm going to stop okay. having more tangents. This has been, like, the okay, most tangenty great. episode we've had in a long time. Eyelash Summer 2019. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs>